Mmm. How was the food, Tamara? Amazing. I can't even remember the last time I ate this well. I'm glad. You deserve so much more than this station has to offer. Now, let's talk about your friend Kazuda again. I've told you everything. I had a feeling he was up to something, but I had no idea he was a resistance spy. And your employer, Jarek Yeager? <laughs> There's no way Yeager's a spy. He came all the way out here to get away from the military. I beg to differ. You've never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run less than 12 farms. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And my name is Anna. Hi, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are talking resistance this week, guys. Something big happened, I think, this I week, right? A little thing. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So so we had the Resistance Season 1 season finale, guys. We finally wrapped up first season, and I didn't think I was going to make it through. <laughs> yeah. That was a little long before, but yeah. now it's exciting. Absolutely. Uh, so, Anna, I want to go with your first impressions of just the season overall for right now. Because I know we're going to get into the, the season finale and all that kind of stuff. But I want to I want to know your journey with season one, because I know we've talked about it a little bit. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) my first impressions, it felt like, you know, when R2 and 3PO are like walking through Tatooine and A New Hope and they're just like that long, long walk. But then it's like, yes, we did it. We found who we were looking for. I felt like that, like that sun glaring in the eyes because I wasn't liking it at first. And I just felt myself like even betraying Filoni, which it, it killed me, like thinking that I didn't like something he made. But it was just like, it wasn't catching my attention at first. Mm-hmm. So, but I... It was good after. <laughs> Definitely. I agree with you, too, because, like, it kind of broke my heart because I wanted to love it so much, like, against all of the things and everybody going, oh, this is going to be terrible and all this other kind of stuff. Like, I wanted to love it so much. And then I think it got to just before you and I actually started talking about them. Yeah. And it was just it was rough. Like, I was like, look, I'm trying to love this, but you're not giving me anything to go on here. Yep. <laughs> um, but and i completely agree with everything you had to say though because like i mean it is it was a really long walk it took a long time to really kind of set the characters kind of get the feel for who kazuda ziona is and all the characters with him and everything but oh my gosh they finished strong yes it makes it makes sense now because like i felt in the moment where i could relate to tam mm-hmm the point where like all this information but it's if it wasn't for that long beginning that we had in the show we wouldn't understand all those emotions that for example tam is going through in that moment mm-hmm. um so i'm no i catch it like going ahead <laughs> but it was just like that like now i understand why we needed to learn so much about Kaz and why we need to learn his journey and how we got here and you even felt for the guy in the end so, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like if we didn't have, because that's the thing is I, I wondered, I found myself wondering through the first half of the season if yeah. that they had cut some of the the earlier episodes out or something like that or some of the ones that 
And and Filoni always says that there's no filler episodes. (laughs) But if we would have cut some of those filler episodes out, I'd wondered if maybe we could get to where we're at. But to your point, I feel like it was absolutely necessary, especially with how everything landed in the end. It was just an aha moment for me. Like, oh, this is where we're going. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Filoni knows how to get this. Absolutely. <laughs> it took a little while this journey, but it 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 was worth it. It was definitely worth it. It was a lot of stories, a lot of um connection to old movies, to new movies. Um, so it was nicely done. Absolutely. And I completely agree with you. Um, so I guess let's go ahead because I know we're kind of teasing everybody right now. <laughs> kind of like we, we know all the things and I know you want to talk about it, but we're not going to talk about it yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and start into it. So fair warning, everyone, if you have not watched the season finale of Resistance, we are talking major, 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 major spoilers. Um, all of them spoiling all the things. All of them. <laughs> so definitely watch those episodes if you haven't before. Otherwise, you're going to be like, what the heck is going on here? So you can go watch them now and then come back and hang out with us. Hey, (laughs) don't worry. We'll wait. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not going to wait very long. All right. (laughs) All right. So, Anna, let's go ahead and dive into it. So the season finale... Lord have mercy was amazing. Yep. I absolutely love everything. Everything. I love that it was smart to cut it where he cut it, like part one and part two. Mm -hmm. That moment, that feeling that the first part of the season finale left you was like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? Or what's this? Or just like and me connecting the force awakens with the movie mm-hmm. and like it, it gave you like okay you guys know what's going on and what happened but now actually to see it in somebody in both different perspectives because you had the force order troopers there and you had Kaz like n- not knowing what's going on and then it, him realizing that they actually just blew up his planet oh yeah so it was just like Oh, man, because when you watch the movie, you feel sad. Obviously, you know what's going to happen because we've seen the Death Star before. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, it's like, you know what's going to happen. But now you have that feeling to connect it because it's Kaz planet. So it's like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Right. It broke my heart. Like, that's a, one of the first times that I really fell for the guy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, he's doing all of this to now, like, have all his dreams crashed. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I loved how you were trying to not say that word. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm trying to be delicate here. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I like that we have somebody connected to Hosnian Prime before because it's, I don't feel like there was a lack of emotional impact um, with The Force Awakens. It was still, oh my God, that's a lot of people. Like, yeah. all of those people are gone. But it, it kind of reminded me and kind of put me back to A New Hope where Leia watched her planet be destroyed right in front of her eyes. And that's how you felt for that planet, not knowing anything about Alderaan whatsoever. And with Hosnian Prime, we have some uh, literature and stuff like that to kind of tell us about yeah. what was going on. We know it was the home of the New Republic, things like that. 
But now we see this this guy who has a personal connection there. His family is there. Every his entire life that he's always known is there, and it's gone now. They made it personal. Absolutely, and, and it helped me connect with Kaz too because, like, at first I was kind of like, I feel like you should be more upset than this. <laughs> like, yeah, same way. And yeah. I feel like I, it took. Because I was like then thinking about it, but I'm like, okay, I should know better. I study psychology and neuroscience. <laughs> uh, maybe he's in shock. Like in that moment, he just doesn't know what to do because it's it's a normal feeling. You know, you're in shock. You see your planet getting destroyed. And it's good that your fight and flight comes in and like, like okay, we need to do something about it because this is just going to keep happening all over the place. Right. So it was cool to see him also become like a, soldier for the resistance in that moment and seeing that there was a bigger picture in his mission Mm -hmm. oh absolutely i completely agree um throughout these because i know the last time we did a a, uh, resistance review it was five episodes watched them all and everything which felt right you know (laughs) (laughs) having them all together there so it's not like oh there's the piece of stuff but with this one so we did watch the last five but putting an emphasis on the season finale. Uh, one thing, though, that I, I noticed throughout those five episodes is I, I kept feeling myself being brought back to Padme's uh, line in, I think it's Attack of the Clones. I'm not 100%. No, not Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, where she says, this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. And because it's, it's what happened. Because yep. some of the people were welcoming to the First Order. A lot of them did not want them on the platform. But it was it, how we've talked about it. It's a separatist tactic. It's like, okay, let me get the foot in the door. I'm just going to put, put my foot here so you can't close the door on me. Oh, you know what? I need to squeeze in a little bit more. You need some more security. You need some more, con- more control, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you yeah. know what? You're just not doing a good job at this. Let us handle it for you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all liberty just dies. Like, they have no freedom now. People are disappearing. Uh, Aunt Z, Hype Phazon, like, in it, it, it sent... I mean, thinking about it right now, I'm getting chills because, I mean, this stuff really happens. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how sometimes it's like, I, I love when they're like, oh, but that's just cartoons and it's just movies and whatever. But I'm like, they bring political stuff or they bring real life things. That, it, mm-hmm. It's also what makes you relate to the show and it's also what makes you like, man, that's really bad. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, yeah, that's intense, but it really happens. And it's crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and I'm not wanting to get political. I mean, that's not what my intention was. But I mean, with Star Wars, you can't help it, though. Because yeah. I feel like Star Wars always does a really good job of... Because it, it's Star Wars. But it always yeah. shows you how wars are actually started. And yeah. how one vote of some kind or somebody being invited, the wrong people being invited in to help secure the area and give you peace and control and things like that. It's those manipulative things where it's just that it gets too close. And then it kind of, I don't know, like it resonates with you. It's just like, I can see the sequence of events to this. It's not all about the wars. It's a lot about, Hey, these are the things of how things can go South really quickly. And this is how it's masked. Watch yeah. for this. And I really love that about Star Wars. And I feel like they do it in this episode. They, yes, they brought the political, but they also brought like what the First Order is about with bringing the tactics from like the Empire days. Yes. With Ham. Like, I forgot the name of the, of the, the uh, girl has 
Tam, with Tam, that's um, Agent Tierney. Yes. Yeah. He does a fantastic job. Like Absolutely. she was just like, okay, I'm just gonna con- like brainwash you. Look, mm-hmm. this is I'm gonna show you, which it does come like a right time because Tam, poor thing, doesn't know anything. And, you know, she has, like, this emotions all over her head. Like, okay, these are people that were, like, my family, my friends. And now they're coming up with, like, this is a guy that fought for the rebels. And this is a guy that fought for the resistance. And he's not even poor. He has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't know what to do. And then here comes the first order, like, being so nice. Like, hey, come to my suite. Eat all the food that you haven't eaten because you're not in this wealthy class. But look what everything we can provide you. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a crazy thing how they showed you because you're never going to think, oh, no, Tam is their friend. She's going to go with them. All. No, it really happens. Like, you feel betrayal. You're going to be like, no, peace out. I'm going to go with them. Right. So that was intense. It was intense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that. Because um, actually, let's go ahead and talk about Tam. Because in all honesty, until until these last few episodes where we've seen her kind of battling with what's so bad about the First Order. I don't see what's so bad about the First Order. My grandfather worked for the Empire. Da, 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 da. All this other kind of stuff. And, like, it just goes from, like, zero to a hundred with her, where, I mean, and being in her situation, not knowing what she know, what everyone else knows, I could see why she would make the decision that she did. Oh, yeah. But I did not see that coming. No, I was like, either. surely she'd stay with her friends, no matter what. But in her mind, Tierney has established that she doesn't know these people. These are terrorists, uh, as she was calling them and everything. And talking about, and I thought that was interesting, they brought up how the New Republic disavowed the resistance, which is exactly what happened, too. And yeah. I was just kind of like, man, she's really playing that string. <laughs> uh, but just seeing the progression of Tam's character... I almost want to say that her character is the one that I can't wait to see in season two. Like, I really want to see what happens because the implications of her joining the First Order and wanting to be a pilot, there is no chance in the world that they're going to let Tam be Tam. Mm -mm. She's going to be brainwashed or brain scraped, as they said in the earlier episodes, which means that the next time we see Tam, she may not be Tam, which is horrifying and I feel like it's horrifying, but I kind of want to see it <laughs> Obviously, me thinking of the dark side always. But no, because like in Rebels, we saw, oh my God, I'm blanking with names today. We saw Agent Callis yes. going from the bad to the good. And we understood because that episode that he's with Seb alone, like we understood why he made the decisions he made. Like we totally, didn't. so now I want to see the other side. I want to see like the side of like, because I feel like in the Empire, in the First Order, there's a lot of people, and we see with Finn, that don't know, they get brainwashed, and then they start becoming somebody else. So I want to see if Tam is going to be, okay, she's hurt now, so she's going to bring brainwash. Is she going to become, like, a really good villain? Or is she going to be like, okay, I'm going to be bad, and then come out being good? Like, mm-hmm. the ultimate spy. So, <laughs> like, I, I really want to see what her character is, because... She's always that character in the background that I've always like seen like, okay, you need to be careful with her. You need to be careful. Like they are putting their, her there for some reason because she would always come out in the scenes like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys up to? How come nobody tells me anything? How come he has more privileges than I do? So I would see mm-hmm. the jealousy. 
but I was thinking, oh, it's a jealousy of brothers and like, you know, friendship. But now it's like, you already hurt me. Like there's no coming back. Right. Um, see, I feel like the way that she's, because I mean, if they do the, which I mean, they're going to do the brain scrape on her. Um, <laughs> but it, what what was actually brought up to me when I posted this on our Instagram, uh, somebody I had made mention of, oh, well, this is what's going to happen to her. She's going to end up going through the process, reconditioning, all that kind of stuff and everything. She's going to be brain scraped if she allows it to get that far. And they were like, oh, well, Nico's, Niku's going to have a reason to hit her over the head with a wrench. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. But I also want to see what that process is like because, I mean, mm-hmm. I know they've talked about it in different books and I haven't read them. Um, I think they talked about it in the Captain Plasma book. Or, um, like, we, we kind of see Finn talking about how he got brainwashed and um, mm-hmm. But with him, it didn't work. So I, like, obviously, I know it's a show for kids. And, like, <laughs> my neuropsych is, like, not going to get its way. But I really want to see what that transitioning from, like, her being Tam to, like, somebody from, to the First Order would look mm-hmm. like. Because, oh, like, you have to give her everything. Like, they have everything that she wants. But is it, how are they going to give her to her? Like, that's what I'm like, huh. Are you going to meet General Hux? Like, what's going on? <laughs> That would yeah. be really cool to see. Um, see, see now you've got my brain running with, <laughs> with the damn thing. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And I almost kind of feel like in seeing her story play out, if it plays out the way that we're theorizing it, we'll get more of an insight into Finn even. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see like if she meets him. Like, are you guys friends? Like, are you that friend? Like, oh, dude, stop being such a, like, whiny boy and, like, just do it. <laughs> right. I, ooh, I wonder if she's going to be on the, uh, not on the Dreadnought, but on the Supremacy. Because, so we're heading towards Last Jedi at this point. That's with, true. With, she cannot meet Finn. Yeah, she won't be able to meet Finn unless she meets him, like, in a hallway or something like that as he's sneaking around. But... If she ends up on the supremacy or in anywhere near that middle of the battle, I don't know. Hmm. That could be. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like she'd survive the supremacy though. So it's no. probably not the good one to be on. One, but yeah. No, because I mean, she could end up being the one that's in charge of wherever Kaz is going to be at. Mm. So we never know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and bringing it back to how they did the whole speech of General Hux, I thought that was brilliant. Absolutely. I I saw that um, somebody on Twitter put, like, the side-by-side video. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you so we can post it on Instagram. But it's, like, perfect. It's, like, super good how they did it. They did it exactly the same. Um, I thought it was... It's just mind blowing for me. It just gives you again those goosebumps that you saw when it comes to the Force Awakens, and you see him giving that speech, and it's like, oh man, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> right. the The only complaint I have with the animation is that I felt like there should have been more red in the face, more crazy on the face. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Not that red there. Do what now? He's still not that red there. See, I don't know. Maybe it's just in my mind then, because like it's I feel like when he's last jedi because i i saw somebody posted that too but then somebody actually took a picture and did a close-up and he's like 
he's not that red. It's just that in he's outside and his eyes kind of look a little bit, but it's, he's not like full. Yeah. Like, I, I give him more credit than's due, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. And seeing the four, the, um, the three troopers there kind of like cheering, that gave me goosebumps because I'm like, mm. oh, you guys are not even there. And like, oh, that's, that's crazy. It's it's terrifying thinking about it, too, because so and I like to think as far as and this is I don't know if this is actually in any book or anything. I don't believe it was in the Force Awakens novelization, but like with Finn, how he all of a sudden broke programming and did not follow orders and did not do this and everything. His moment where that ended for him was right there seeing the horrors of everything that was happening with the First Order. So it was almost to me like something inside him couldn't cope with that and so mm -hmm. it was just this i mean in all honesty this it's almost like a felt like a level of ptsd for him where yeah. it was just like jarring and it snapped him out of whatever he was conditioned into and so i i, I don't know i it makes me wonder why more troopers weren't like that or if there were more during that time where they were like this is wrong this is wrong yeah yeah i feel like I was waiting to see some troopers kind of like, like for me, when I saw the fir the first scene where they're there watching General Hux, I was like, I think they're going to look at each other. I question like, oh, this guy looks crazy. Mm -hmm. But then they continued. I was like, okay, these are like brainwashed troopers. Cause I was thinking the same thing. I wanted to see of a trooper that it's like Finn. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, why? Like if Finn did it, how, how come others don't do it? Because we've even seen it in Rebels, where like, with when Ezra goes into the military base, like there was mm -hmm. others that kind of like turned, right? But didn't. So I'm like, oh, so why are you guys like cheering? You're not even there. Like it's not the same emotion, but I guess like they're so brainwashed. I don't know. Right. They're just so far gone. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much that interests me in that process. Like it, I feel like it's a morbid thing to be interested in. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow you guys are kind of dark and twisted yeah. but uh i don't know i just it i guess the the story impact that that would have in getting to know finn too because he's one character that and i'll i love how this has turned to like a force awakens versus the resistance <laughs> but um with finn and everything like i just i don't know i've never really had a, an easy time connecting with him and everything okay. and not necessarily that there's anything wrong with his character it's more of trying to understand him and i guess not knowing where he comes from because like when they went to canto bite for the first time i didn't even really think about that in until i watched the last jedi like a hundred more times <laughs> but uh I, I didn't really even think about the fact that he's never seen a place like that or been out and about in a place like that or when rose kisses him he's never been kissed like that before and things like that. Like all of these experiences are for the first time for him. And so I had to look at him at a, through a different lens, but I feel like knowing a little bit more about where he comes from and what horrors were done to him, as far as learning more about the first order and everything, I feel like that might help a lot of people connect to him more. I don't know. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Yeah. Cause for Finn is like, He's a trooper. So with troopers, we don't really have a connection unless it's right. like you're 
female Clone Wars, and then you have that connection with Rex. And but those connections are different because they're like he's a hero, or he's like it's like a different. Unless you see like Rebels after, and you have the Ahsoka, like it's different. It's still all like the soldier, and he's a general. He's a really good guy. But with Finn, it's just like okay, he just escaped, and then he's always acting in a cowardly way, mm-hmm. to put it that way. Um, and then it's just like okay, it took him a while to do good and no good. But he, like, it's a, it's strange because he's like, okay, he knows that he shouldn't be doing what he was doing in the First Order. And at the same time, he just wants to run away and kind of not face the problem. And we see it consist- consistently with him until, like, the end of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird. Yeah, I haven't had, like, the Finn moment um, until, like, the last end of The Last Jedi when he was sacrificed, when he was about to sacrifice himself. And it's like, oh, like you finally learned that this is more than just you. So for me, that was a moment where I was like, okay, I really, really now admire how Finn just let go of everything and wanted to sacrifice himself for the mm-hmm. for the rest of the crew. And then even then it was a kind of a dumb move because yeah. like he wouldn't have <laughs> exactly. even made it into there because the ship was falling apart before it even got there. So exactly. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to be the martyr. And then they're like, no, 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 no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, dude. <laughs> And then, like, Rose saves you, and it's, yeah, so it's, it's not the same. It's, it's a character that you're, like, more of, of like, a trooper. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, and I guess that, because, I mean, with Star Wars, I feel like we kind of expect the hero in everyone at all times, and that they all already know what they're doing and everything, which is, is why I had a little bit of difficulty with Poe going through that, too, where he did go from hotshot pilot to the next movie, he's trying to be leader, and a very poor one at that because he wiped out his entire squadron in an effort to, like, basically, he, he didn't get that life is still more important than whatever objective you have. And yeah. so seeing him go through that, by the end of the movie, I was like, I got you. All right, I'm with you now and everything. Yeah. And, and I feel like in nine, now that they're solidified and stuff like that, that that'll be really interesting. Also, I would not be mad if I saw Kaz in nine. Just saying. <laughs> me neither me neither and i feel like the actor that voices him can literally play him Absolutely. <laughs> oh because they look exactly the same yeah. So, yeah i wouldn't be even like if it's like just in the background cheering right and, rogue one the, sa- the yeah. same the same have have kaz have the fireball fly by or something like that yeah. so, something Niku. crazy with niku yes niku <laughs> it was a true hero in this last episode i mean going back to like the maneuver that they did with the Colossus was like amazing. How how surprised were you that it could fly? Oh, I was so surprised. Like I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was a little like that's where I'm like, ah, oh, Filoni, you you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, um, I thought it was great. I thought that the point where they found the hyper hyperdrive and they were like, oh, this can fly. I'm like, okay, now there's reasons, like more reasons to cheer. Like there's a way to get out. And the whole flying scenes um, with the TIE fighters all around, I think was great. That was what I was looking for this entire season. I'm like, it's all about flying and like battling. You guys haven't really done it until the end. (laughs) And they went all out. Yeah. And I I loved how it it, it played out because the Colossus has always been about everybody like the community of the classes so the fact that previous episodes that like um kidnap have high phase on and on c 
Um, it also made it like, okay, we're we're here in the resistance, but this is kind of like our base in our home. So I like how they did that. Like, mm-hmm. let's rescue them because we need them. We need the people of the Colossus. Um, and then when the, when it happens to Yeager and the general, <laughs> I'm blanking on the name, like always. Oh, uh, um, Captain Doza? Captain Doza. Yeah. I thought, it was, oh, which his transition also is amazing. Yes. Uh, uh, but it's just those things like, I felt like it was great that they finished saving and escaping as a team and all together. Absolutely. So I think that was a nice touch because it's it wasn't just about Kaz being the hero. It was like about the Colossus. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they flew after was great. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and now Kaz has got basically his own rebel cell too. Where it's <laughs> rebels all over again just 30 years later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I did, I did kind of want to have a little theory time with you because I was thinking about this um, while we were talking about the Colossus. So at one point Doza says that the Colossus hasn't flown in 20 years, which would make it 10 years after the battle um, of Endor return of the Jedi. Uh So, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, I wonder if the Colossus had anything to do with the battle of Endor. Hmm. Because why else would this gigantic ship decide to go out to the Outer Rim? Or actually, I think they're beyond the Outer Rim, to Castellan. Um, Why would it decide to go out there where nobody could find it and just park? (laughs) And he was part of the Empire. He was. So it was like, did you escape? It does kind of have an imperial kind of look to it, thinking about it. Like the dagger kind of look and everything. Yeah. The gears are turning. <laughs> I know, because now that you were saying that, I was like, what? Because Captain Dose is a very interesting character because he's by the books, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he knows, like, he has a really nice relationship with Yeager to the point, like, he understood, and they're opposing sides when it came to their time. They were in opposite sides. But they were able to, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, like... I felt like Captain Doza and Yeager were both captains of the Colossus, whether it being Captain Doza as like the really like, like the president and then Yeager being like the center, like everybody with the people, you know, something like that. Um, So, and I mean, if if you were in the empire, you wouldn't allow somebody from the rebels like being there. So maybe he escaped. Yeager ended up being a wounded person. Well, we know he escaped, but also like you, Well, and I'm trying to think of how how long it's been that Yeager's been there because he may not have gone there immediately after. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, so Doza said that he left the Empire and it was his own reasons. Um, He never actually says the reason that he left or anything like that. But we have a giant ship, which I would love to be Darksaber, the Rogue One reference. I would love that to be that if that were the case. Let's find special powers with it or something like that. That would be awesome. but we have a ship that kind of has a Imperial-like quality to it, ran by an ex-Imperial officer um, that after the Battle of Endor, as we know through the Aftermath books and stuff like that, the Empire just scattered. Like everybody took what they had and left. Yeah. Um, some of them went to go, I think found, some of them found the uh, first, founded the First Order and everything. Uh, some of them tried to continue to fight for the Empire and things like that. What if Doza was just like, you know what? I'm done. Peace out. 
and then just yeah. takes his gigantic awesome ship and plants it in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, because I'm also thinking like it could also be well, his daughter's I don't know how old she is because that would be like was she the reason? But she she still looks like very childish, so she I think might. She's be a young. teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, see, I don't know because I think I don't think Kaz is no Kaz couldn't be a teenager. He's Imperial Navy. Yeah, no, Kaz has to be like twenty something. Yeah, I think Older I want to say he's like twenty, thirty something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So. Which I don't but know. Kind of makes him and Torres. Yeah, I definitely want to know if now that we know that it flew and everything, if Captain Dosa escaped, right? And then maybe eager. I don't know. It's so many interesting theories in my mind right now. These, these are the things that keep me up at night. At <laughs> work, I'm thinking about it. Like, uh, I feel like I'm that meme that you always see where the people like, and I bet he's thinking of another girl. And it's like, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. And I mean, and I liked I like how they connected beautiful with the movies because in, in previous episodes, we'd see Poe coming back and doing the mission with Kaz, which I love how they found the planet with the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. <clears throat> and then they switch droids, which I thought was so emotional. Yes. I was like, oh, Kaz is going to miss BBA. But I've always thought, like, how long could this be? Because it's about time where he's going to fly to Jakku, which mm-hmm. is not what we see um, in the episode. So I thought it was really cool how they turned. Like, also in that moment, Poe was like, hey, I got to leave to Jakku. Princess Leia has the mission for me. <laughs> so I was like, I know where you're going. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> Definitely. And I felt like when they switched the droids, that's kind of where the show switched. Because it was almost like, hey, I've held you up for this long. I've helped establish you. And swap. Here's your droid. Yeah. Take CB. And then here we go, um, which I feel like I can see where BB-8 was kind of needed um, as far as with, with with being a spy for Poe, all that kind of stuff and everything with Kaz being a spy and all that kind of stuff um, just to kind of get the show in its own direction. Yeah, I feel like bb is that experienced droid. Mm-hmm. So here, I'm going to give you an experienced droid to train you. And now CB23, which is almost kind of like the same level, but I need the experienced one to go and run my missions. Right. <laughs> like, okay, yes, <laughs> that's what it was. Good, good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which BB-8's seen some stuff. If you've read the Poe comics, there's some crazy stuff in it. Oh, I have to. <laughs> he's, he's been through some things. Which, by the way, I know this has nothing to do with the show, but I just watched Triple Frontier on netflix yes and i'm like oh my god poe you haven't changed in another movie it's exactly <laughs> the same guy <laughs> i was like huh very interesting so he's basically playing the same character yeah, pretty much nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was cracking me up i think when that movie um i guess it first came out on netflix or something like that i've seen all over twitter um different uh women and stuff like that like oh yeah i watched it for the plot and stuff like that yeah <laughs> And I was like, well, let's leave. And I kept watching that movie. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, yes. You showed up for Oscar Isaac, but you stayed and for the, the story. Viper and Sons of Anarchy and everything in one. But now, like, whatever. But yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, I've yet to watch that one. I want to, though. I've got that one saved for sure. Yeah. Um, it's good. 
Because, I mean, and you've got the Mandalorian in it, so, I mean. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying, the Viper, because right? I love Oh, him. yeah. But, so, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So, back to the Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's so it's much to talk about. I know. I'm going to go off topic, but. Do it. Poe is actually from where I live. So, in Miami, he's oh, actually really? from Kendall, the Kendall area, which is where I live right now. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say so, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> His dad is actually a pulmonologist, and I have horrible asthma. I went to doctors, and this doctor saw my tattoo. It's like Darth Vader, and he was like, "Oh, you know, my supervisor, the son, is Oscar Isaac." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he's retired, but he was like my supervisor." So I thought I was like, "Oh my god, I'm seen by the guy that said this." So that was wow. Funny. Yeah, he's he he is from here. So I was like, "Oh my god, that is so cool." See, the things that asthma can get you. No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's freaking cool. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm from the same place. Right. And see, if you ever meet him, it's just like, you know what? It's almost like I've met Oscar Isaac. <laughs> he probably, his house is probably close to where I live. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so it sounds like we need to go on a hunt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> teasing not advocating for that (laughs) don't do it guys please don't do it (laughs) Uh, but yeah back to the show (laughs) Um, i know it it was i mean it was really good i i thought that um everything fell into pieces they all worked together um miku saves the day the whole thing with the waters like suction was pretty cool Um, it was yeah, <laughs> and I'm very interested to see where they're going to go because, I mean, we knew where they were going to go, and thank goodness Niku said, no, let's, I couldn't do this because uh, we would have known where they were landing. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it makes it makes you kind of feel like, like Niku was typing in the coordinates. He was like, this is too long, good enough. And then just... <laughs> That's a Niku, Niku thing to do, so... <laughs> But it's too many things. It's it's gonna be good, and I'm hoping that in celebration they kind of show like season two preview or something. Oh, they've got to like that would be a shame if they didn't. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. What are you looking forward for like the second season? Um, I'm really looking forward to Tam's uh, story arc. Uh, I'm extremely interested in that. <laughs> I guess it's the dark, twisted side of me, but I'm very interested in it. Um, just kind of seeing how the First Order works, because we know all about the Empire. Yeah. But we really don't know anything about the First Order. And if we know anything, it's very, very little. So I- I'm interested to learn more about that. Uh, I really want to see where they're going to go, because if he put in part of the coordinates, I wonder how close they will end up to Dakar. Yeah. And I'm interested because technically, by the end of this season, we're only halfway through Force Awakens at this point. Yeah. So we haven't even seen the destruction of Starkiller yet, which I'm interested to see how that's going to go. And if Kaz and his friends had any hand in that as well, um, I'm going to wager probably not. They're probably going to be like, oh, man, that's cool that that happened. <laughs> it's probably going to be the extent of it. But uh, I'm I'm wondering how they're going to address that and everything, and then how long it's going to take us to get to Starkiller blowing up. 
Because if it if they resolve that within that first half of the second season, then we're on the last Jedi, and that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I now I feel like I need to go watch Force Awakens again. Um, because I'm like, okay, where's the resistance exactly by the end of the Force Awakens, and can there be a way that Kaz and crew are there? Well, so the resistance is. They they end up at the end of Force Awakens at Dakar. Um, that's like that's that. yeah because you have uh, they Ray and Chewie arrive to Dakar. That's when they get their hug from Leia, all that kind of stuff and everything. And then by the end of the movie, they pack up and she heads off to Octu or Achto. However, yeah. <laughs> I've heard like fifty different interpretations of that small little word, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then she heads off to there. And so they're on Dakar at the beginning of Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, but what's happened is uh, with the destruction of Starkiller, I think this is in the Poe comics, that they actually find out where the Resistance Assault launched from initially. And they find out that it was from Dakar. And so that's why the First Order heads straight for their base. Where they're like, oh, we know where you're at. <laughs> because, yeah. Because they had, I don't know if it was a spy or, or what happened with it, but all I know is that they found, they were able to coordinate or figure out where the resistance launched from. And then that's why they head straight for that. And so they're not on Dakar for very long, but yeah, that's where they're at at the end of Force Awakens. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And just thinking about this too, because resistance technically won't come back until the fall, which will run into episode nine. So I'm wondering if they'll be finishing up uh, Last Jedi by then in Resistance. Or huh. they should at least be into Last Jedi. I yeah, think. for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I need to go rewatch Force Awakens and then The Last Jedi. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, because it's I'm, I'm getting the movies confused. Because I recently watched The Last Jedi again. Um, so I'm like, okay, where are you guys right now? <laughs> oh, so I need to rewatch The Force Awakens, but yeah. Also, love the uh, mention of uh, Aunt Z taking off to Takadana. Yes, <laughs> I got a friend over there. It's like I know who your friend is. <laughs> that was, it was really cool. Um, hey, I was gonna say something I forgot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I really, I really hope they show Kylo Ren in season two. That's oh, absolutely. I really hope that, and I, I kind of want to see him when, like, for example, if Tam is getting to the base or something or a spaceship or whatever, that he's just there being like mean or something, <laughs> like, right. I just, like having a tantrum. <laughs> like, yeah, oh man, I didn't think about that. What if yeah. Tam ends up on Star Killer? Because mm -hmm. it hasn't blown up. No. Things. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. man, that's why. That's why um, I'm like, I need to figure out the the correct timeline to see who <laughs> can she see and who can she meet. Yeah, I'm like, okay, maybe it's too 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 far away for Finn, but yeah, she meets Kylo or something. I don't know. See, I would love it if like she's at least passes Kylo in the hallway or something. Yeah, like, like just, I was happy that. Right, <laughs> he doesn't have to speak. Nothing has to happen. Just have him. Yeah. Just have her pass this ominous being walking by her in full get up and everything like i think that'd be really really cool now uh, do we know if all the troopers 
for the first order are males. No, they are not. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, can she end up becoming a trooper? She definitely could, I would imagine. Because if you have such a strong, um, and I know a lot of people don't really like Phasma, but if you have such a strong female, powerful trooper as Phasma, mm. that there's a lot of troopers that can become like pilots and, you know, the TIE fighter guys or what if she becomes like a trooper? Yeah. <laughs> a TIE fighter. Oh my God. I don't know. Now I'm thinking too much. <laughs> there's so much that could happen. Tam, yeah. we love you. Come back. <laughs> but, but not after your trip. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll be a little thrown for a while and then come back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe she wants Malice. Maybe it Miles Kanata comes oh, yeah. out. That would be cool. That'd be cool. That would be very cool. I'd be down with that for sure. Yeah, man, I'm yeah. so excited. Like I'm even more hyped now than I was before we started talking. It's just all these things are running through my head, and I'm trying to make sense of all of them right now. I'm like, oh god, what if this? What if this? What if this is like? Ah, oh, see, this is my favorite thing. I'm so glad that Resistance gave us this because even with with Rebels and 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 all, even with Clone Wars, where we knew yeah. where it was going to end, like it's just so much fun to theorize and like dissect these moments and oh man these are the things that we could potentially see going forward and all this other kind of stuff like i don't know it's just that's what's fun to me about star wars it's just yeah. the potential of the story like you don't have to tell me everything but i want to know everything <laughs> those little, and those, the thing is that the resistance have they have so much to work with because mm -hmm. i mean right now there's a movie that it just ended but we know for sure like feloni visits the the crew and probably he's talked to jj abrams before and like there's certain things where he's like oh well i need this in your movie oh absolutely <laughs> um and you know so that's the interesting part of the resistance because they have so much to work with and there's so much that came out in force awakens and the last jedi that even though it's in the background we still don't mm. know exactly so that they could put in the resistance and it's like oh this is what that guy in the back was and like, <laughs> so it, there's a lot there's a lot right no absolutely um yeah, just and this has the potential to be one of the most interconnected stories uh, with the movies and everything, um, because, I mean, Rebels, yeah, it connected. It definitely connected, but it connected with something that happened. Well, for us, it came out 40 years prior. So with this being like it, it literally feels like it's taking shape as it takes shape. Um, exactly. I, I don't know. I'm just so excited. Like I'm almost at a loss for words and that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is that it's cool. It's cool even to see like the little, let's say forces of destiny videos or like, you know, those little videos that they come out in the star Wars kids, like that they could even show us so much and still continue for those stories. So yeah, it's very, it's going to be a good one. I think season two is going to start already like how <laughs> Rebels started with the Mandalorian arc. I feel like it's going to start like strong. Oh, absolutely. Just going to hit you in the face right off. <laughs> and technically, can Hera come out in the resistance? Ooh. I mean, it was just old like over I, there. I saw somebody mention oh, something I about Jason Sindula. And that's what I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I need to stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd be about a little over 30 years old at this point. So, so perfect. He could be like a general. Yes. <laughs> I would love that. Yes. <laughs> I hope he kept his green hair. <laughs> green hair, not blue. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely. That's exciting. See, I'm I'm like a thousand times more excited now talking to you. See, this is why yeah. I like we I like when we have these chats. <laughs> yes. 
so cool. So did you have any last thoughts or anything else you wanted to uh, hit before uh, we close it out? I mean, we've talked about so many things. <laughs> right. Excited. And I, I want to see where this story progresses because this story can have so many different endings. Mm-hmm. Even though it comes to those movies, this is a different crew. So I'm really interested in seeing what's going to happen. And if like they're going to stay as the Colossus as, as a group or if we're going to see any time where Cass has to be like, okay, that, guys, I have another mission. And who's going to follow him? So I'm very interested in that. Absolutely. I'm wondering how much of the Colossus actually will stay. Exactly. Um, because some of them are going to be like, you know what, bro? Not my fault. Not my fight. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So it should be interesting. But now we know, at minimum, so far, the Resistance is not 40 people on the Millennium Falcon. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we at least have a floating sea spaceship somewhere. So. Yeah somewhere <laughs> uh, so yeah so that's cool i'm really excited for the second season as well um especially with celebration coming up i cannot wait to hear more about this um and i'm really excited to uh to hopefully meet the cast of resistance yes um it, it, I'm, I'm i'm pumped so i'm definitely looking for more i am a resistance fan wholeheartedly i am in <laughs> this is awesome awesome <laughs> we got we got to get chris on board for sure <laughs> uh, <laughs> right right well and, and that's the thing so i did show her the episodes that we talked about the pre the previous uh episode and um she was all in she's like man oh, okay. now i have to start watching this but she yes. hasn't seen these yet so hopefully oh. maybe tonight or tomorrow i'll get her on these and nice. i think she'll be excited so yeah <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so cool. So Anna, thank you for joining me again. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to let everybody know where they can find all your social stuff and things? So you guys can find me at Instagram and Facebook, Twitter at La Geeky Life with two eyes. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Sweet. You can find all of her stuff there. <laughs> um, and you can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Kessel Run Weekly, or on our website which is like a central hub for everything (laughs) or Twitch, everything, uh, kesselrunweekly.com. So definitely check that out, guys. If you have not already subscribed, please subscribe. And if you so feel inclined to uh, leave us a review on Apple podcast, a five-star review will absolutely read it on the show. Uh, We would love that very much. Let us know what your favorite resistance. I almost said rebels. (laughs) Our favorite (laughs) resistance moments are. (laughs) And uh, we'll happily talk about them on the show. So cool. So I guess we'll go ahead and we'll close that out. So guys, thank you again for watching or listening. Another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. My name is Anna. And may the force be with you. Always. (laughs) 